Welcome to the Linux Gaming News Puns episode 13, another quick take on some recent news. For those of you struggling to keep up, take a seat and we'll go through some interesting picks. First up on the menu is the 2D side-scrolling co-op submarine survival sim called Barrow Trauma. The developers have now confirmed that it's entering early access on June 5th so it's going to be here really soon. This is one that I honestly think looks absolutely amazing, especially the alien creature design, which is pretty damn freaky. In fact, the whole game looks pretty freaky and quite claustrophobic as well. It will give you the opportunity to play as various classes, like a captain, engineer, mechanic, medic, or security officer, as you all work together to survive the depths of Jupiter's moon Europa. So it's doing the whole submarine co-op survival stuff in a more sci-fi setting, which is pretty sweet. I have spoken to the developer of Barotrauma as well, and we're hoping to get some keys for that, so we might do a little co-op live stream. We'll have to keep you posted on that. Now, I'll start this next one with a bit of an admission. Hi, my name is Liam, and I'm a first-person shooter addict. There, I said it. I'm going to mention Black Ice for a moment. It's a cyberspace shooter, so not cyberpunk, cyberspace, and it's really quite different to other shooters. You see, in Black Ice, combat only really starts when you want it to. You run around an open world, you go up to various servers, which are just basically big, plain blocks. You hack them, and as you're doing so, a bunch of enemies spawn. But what makes Black Ice great is the ridiculous weaponry available. You have all sorts of weird and wonderful things like snipers that shoot bouncy balls, shotguns that shoot stars, and oh, it's just absolutely insane. I'm mentioning it as the current version is really quite old, but they've been doing regular developer betas basically on Steam, and some of them have absolutely massive changes, crammed full of new stuff, and it's really good fun. The only issue Black Ice really has is that it can get quite repetitive. They need to do a bit more world building, I think. Moving on, the next Steam World game is now coming to PC with Steam World Quest. It was originally released to some pretty glowing reviews on the Nintendo Switch, and now it's coming with Linux support at the end of May. It's quite a different game to what's come before as well. Previously, we had two side-scrolling digging adventure games, a more tactical strategy game, and now another strategy game, only this time SteamWorld Quest is using a card-based battle system, much more like Slay the Spire. It looks good, honestly, though, with their usual amazing style, and since the previous games were all good, I've no doubt this one will be too. Going to mix things up with a bit of software news now, as firstly, SteamOS is still alive, although at this point it is barely limping along, to be honest with you. The most recent beta changelog is really short, it's just security updates and firmware non-free updates. Not exactly the most exciting thing around. It's good that they haven't given up on it though, they Valve just don't seem ready to let it go just yet. I'm still hoping that they do a SteamOS 3, which was sort of teased and seems to be codenamed Clockwork. It's keeping with the Dota 2 theme there for the codenames. But as usual, Valve are not saying much of anything. Perhaps it will come once Valve finally refreshed the Steam library interface they showed off. We'll have to let you know when I know. The more interesting Valve-related software news, though, is that Steamplay Proton did get another update, which had a fix for Rage 2 crashing. It updated DXVK. 
improved Vulcan support for the new No Man's Sky Vulcan build, better icons in some window managers, and a few various fixes. Now, this is the amazing thing with Steam Play. Take Rage 2, for example. The day Rage 2 came out, a AAA Windows game, Proton, Steam Play, was updated so it would just run out of the box. That is just simply amazing. Our live streamer Sin has been showing it off on our Twitch channel, which is just twitch.tv forward slash gaming on Linux, and it does look like a huge amount of fun. For those on NVIDIA though, you do need to cap it below 60 frames per second as it seems to freeze on occasion otherwise. You can easily cap it though using VK GHL, it's on GitHub. Once you manage to do that, cap it to say 55 frames a second, it just seems to work perfectly. It's pretty amazing. This is what happens though when developers use open APIs like Vulkan, because Rage 2 is a Vulkan game, which makes it even easier to get it running on Linux. And performing well, it does perform really well. It's super smooth. Finally, I'm going to end it to talk about a native Linux game with Long Gone Days, something I've been waiting on for what seems like a lot of days. It's a modern day character driven RPG. They say it's a game that imagines the world of war that's coming for us told from the perspective of civilians and deserters. It looks and sounds very unique, and the good news is that a Linux version is still firmly planned. I did speak to the developer on Twitter, and they told me since Long Gone Days is still in early access, we wouldn't be able to give Linux users proper support without compromising our schedule. It could still happen before our full release, but we don't know how much bug fixing our Linux build could need we do guarantee we'll do it. That's quite good, I think. No beating around the bush there. They've confirmed they're doing it. They've given a reason why it's not there yet. Fair enough, I can't really argue with that. And that's all for this week's quick take of some Linux gaming news. I will see you again around the same time next week. Thank you for joining me once again. Do check out gamingonlinux.com for the up-to-date gaming news for Linux. Goodbye for now.